This is the result of your words. Day 36. Every post in this series goes approximately nowhere. So if you could spread this, that would be great because I think it would be really beneficial for more people to hear these stories. Let's go. In late November, two University of Texas teaching assistants lost their positions after sending an email with support for Palestinian and Muslim students and only Palestinian and Muslim students. There wasn't a whisper of acknowledgement about resources for Jews or Israelis. The school said they lost their positions because they sent the letter in their capacity as TAs and it was inappropriate given the setting. So it doesn't seem like the school cared about them not saying anything about Jews or Israelis either. In, yes, you got it, India, a Muslim family thinks that their college student was kidnapped on the way to college. Yesterday, I posted the faux news article about Steven Spielberg's Shoah Foundation and how they are going to give a voice to the October 7th victims. I didn't like using faux news. Here's a non-faux news article. Though it blames Spielberg for not speaking up sooner and makes it seem sinister. He's Jewish. He gets to take as long as he needs to. At Hillcrest High School, the same school where the Jewish teacher was locked in her office, there was graffiti in the cafeteria with a swastika and F Palestine. This is the exact wrong way to have handled this situation. But it's funny that the principal immediately found this unacceptable. Not the riot where a teacher had to hide in her office. 70 U.S. lawmakers demand the removal of Ivy League presidents. And right after that article came out, Penn leadership resigned. That includes President Elizabeth McGill and Chairman of the Board of Trustees Scott Bach. We also found out that all three college presidents were prepared for the hearing by one law firm. MIT wasn't as prepared by this law firm, but they still got help from that. Safe to say this law firm did a bad job. And things are not getting better at Penn. Look, I get that some things are being called hate speech that aren't. That is not one of them. There was Udenhaus graffiti found in bathrooms at University of Massachusetts, Boston. There's a new campaign called the $1 Pledge, where alumni are saying they will only give $1 to the institution they attended for the foreseeable future until that institution handles Utenhas. In Maplewood, New Jersey, there was vandalism to the sign of the congregation Beth Ephraim. Muslims are being ethnically cleansed from Uttarakhand, India. Not only is there not international attention, but there isn't even national attention. Maybe this post can bring some international attention? Biden was in Westwood, there was a pro-Palestinian rally, and after it was over, this was the aftermath. Look, I don't think graffiti helps any situation ever. Some of these are not Judenhaas. Not all of this is Judenhaas, but a swastika is. And there's even graffiti on a pole saying Zionists are Yahtzees across from Sinai Temple. Also, I want to be clear, I do not agree with his language on how he describes this. I know these are just bad actors and not the whole movement. Kalki Kikla, a French Bollywood actress, has deleted her Twitter account both because of the Judenhass and because of the Islamophobia and the rampant misinformation that comes with all of that. 66-year-old Jewish man was wearing a kippah. He accidentally bumped into someone when leaving Dwayne Reed in Manhattan and was punched in the head for being Jewish. Mira Conway was removed from the Saskatchewan Legislative Assembly because she wouldn't condemn the phrase from the river to the sea. We really gotta have a talk about this phrase. A lot of Jews feel really uncomfortable and scared when they hear it, but some people see it as a cry for freedom for all. And it's causing so many problems and so much anger. Can we all just sit down and talk about it? An Irishman didn't want to be arrested for Judenhaus graffiti, so he fled Florida. The Oakland coffee shop that kicked out a Jewish patron is temporarily closing. Three parties are wrong in this story. This article is awful and full of Islamophobia. The man removing the Palestinian flag is awful and full of Islamophobia. And the guy who knocked the man off the ladder is awful. There's no good guy in this story. 
New York is increasing security at Jewish sites after shots were fired outside of the Albany synagogue. And finally, two Republican pro-Israel people decided to be super Islamophobic at a pro-Israel rally. And that's all the stories for today. I think I took too long to talk about some of these. Oh well. Hopefully we stick to the small amount of stories tomorrow. Refuah to all of us in need of healing, and may the memories of those who have been lost and those who will be lost be a blessing and a revolution for peace, freedom, and safety for all. Short Cast Club.